Sweet Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. Knowing them as we do, we have to ask the question, why do they find themselves enamored with this trash? Not only that, why do we ourselves root for the problematic woman? We love a good crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with the idea of Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these indulgences? Let's find out. Hi everyone, welcome back to this episode of Sweet Sweet Garbage. We have a very special guest, Bobby Grant. He also happens to be one of our most loyal listeners, so we are very, very thankful for that. Hello, hello everybody. (laughs) It's my first time podcasting, but I have listened to every episode, so... Thank you. I, we really do appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. I've listened to it in the car with him, and I was just like, oh, this is this is I my guess. voice. <laughs> this I know. Is- She'll get into the car. I'm like, are you ready to listen to yourself for two hours? Oh. And she's like, absolutely not. And yes. I'm like, ready, go. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, we're doing, you know, sticking with our horror theme, we're doing 1982's The Slumber Party Massacre as uh, per mm-hmm. Bobby's suggestion. So we thought, yes. gotta have them on. So, uh, Jenny, you want to tell us a little bit about the film? A female high school student slumber party turns into a bloodbath as a newly escaped psychotic serial killer wielding a power drill prowls her neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this movie is super, super fun. <laughs> Going into this, I didn't really know what to expect but you know we immediately get into it and it kind of if like i did do we did do like a little bit of like background on it finding out that like you know this was mm-hmm. um <clears throat> written by rita may brown but she wrote it as a parody so there are sort of those like parody mm-hmm. moments in it <laughs> like right. when the guy's dead and he was the pizza delivery man they're like well we should you know eat the pizza you know like that's <laughs> one of those those moments that i was just like oh yeah that's 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 pretty good <laughs> that's pretty yeah absolutely yeah a couple of fun facts i had about it is um this is the first movie that um first horror movie really written directed produced starring pretty much all women so it's actually a very secretly feminist horror film yeah i would say so that's why i set it up um i recall that you were talking about how in the last episode that um you wanted only movies about women with had that had a good relationship with their mothers <laughs> Um, that's not really in this one. It's really more just a regular old hack and slash movie. Well, that was more like, because that that ended up being an accident with our last three movies that we picked for Halloween. Like, we didn't mean to do that at all. But then we realized after we saw Happy Death Day... That were like, oh, wow, well, there was, like, this thing with, like, the mom and the final girls. And then there's this thing, you know, like, this relationship with the mom and Happy Death Day. And then then we were like, oh, shit. And there's that in Scream as well. And we just had no, we had no intention of doing that. It just kind of happened that way. 
So three out of four, though, isn't bad. <laughs> I, that's a pretty good track record, I would say. Yeah, I just it would have been great if, like, the end of this movie, the mom just came home and got like the last right. stab in. That we would have been like, holy shit! And she's like, I love you, mom. And the mom's just hacking away, being like, I love my daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do love how like this and like we were when we were just watching it, we were talking about like how like we're like okay, so the neighbor gets involved because she's like the you know she like knows them she was the girl that wasn't invited but Mm -hmm. we were just like you know why is like nobody else in this neighborhood like hearing all of this ruckus and they're not not being like not loud right exactly like it just seems like nobody in the neighborhood gives a shit i mean that could just be california in the 80s like drilling screaming everyone's just like oh that's just a neighbor honey don't worry about it (laughs) we're all suffering in the 80s But um, going back to what you said, though, about it being, like, kind of a feminist um, film, it actually, like, it is interesting because Rita Mae Brown, like, I guess she was, like, a feminist writer. Like, she Mm -hmm. did a lot of, like, I guess she wrote books or, like, essays on, like, the man the um, the subject matter of, like, feminism. Mm -hmm. So I actually do think, though, like, it, you know, like, even with, like, the parody moments, there are bits of this movie that are, like, it's really smart. You know what I mean? Even in the opening scene where there's a hilarious joke of the main girl, Courtney, wakes up. Or is it Trish that wakes Trish up? Trish wakes up, so, yes. Yeah. So there's a great scene uh, in the beginning where Trish wakes up and it's the radio. And the radio yeah. DJ is like, you just won a big prize. She's screaming, oh, that's great. It's a free t-shirt. Uh, and then that pretty much starts your film. <laughs> yeah, like that, that really does sum up the, the vibe of the movie. <laughs> but I just like... I, the, the maybe the best delivery in this whole movie was just this like voiceover actress that saying oh because yeah. for the most part the acting is like pretty like you're like yeah. 80s slasher bad <laughs> but it really it goes downhill from, from that home. one opening scene yeah. <laughs> well what was also interesting so the woman who directed this is the one who di- uh who wrote mystic pizza i know i yes. said that i was just like i fucked love mystic pizza and and she was an editor beforehand she uh edited short films for scorsese for uh i believe uh joe dante like she was a pretty much up-and-coming editor spielberg she was the number one choice to edit et and she went no thanks i am going to direct i'm gonna do this slumber party massacre this will be my big calling card into hollywood Oh, I, I do understand the idea of, like, somebody's like, oh, here, direct this, like, horror movie written right. by a woman. But at the same time, like, I would be like, okay, let me see the script, and then, like, let me see the script for E.T. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, maybe I'm going to have a better career if I edit E.T. than if I direct this movie. <laughs> right, right. No, it is funny, because then it does seem like after this, she pivoted to writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and, like, d- hasn't really directed anything since, yeah, I don't really. think. Or maybe there was, like, one other thing she... Um, directed, but then mostly just wrote because she didn't direct Mystic Pizza. No, Donald Petrie directed Mystic Pizza, but she wrote it, and I fucking love that movie. That's like low key one of <laughs> yeah. my favorite movies. Yeah, well, it's funny because like there was like a, there's like a period of time I'm looking at her like filmography here, and she did she wrote Mystic Pizza. She did Indecent Proposal. Oh, okay. which. 
Like, mm-hmm. that's that, that Demi Moore movie where, like, I think, uh, what's that guy's name? Robert that's, Redford? I think that's like, the one you thought we were going to be doing, Is, and we did um, Disclosure instead. <laughs> yeah, actually, I really do think that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, you were like, this movie, and then it's like, this is not what I was thinking. Some right. sort of 90s sexy thriller <laughs> with uh, Woody Harrelson, Michael Douglas type. Definitely Demi Moore, like. <laughs> Demi Moore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then she wrote Beethoven. And All then she the wrote Beethoven. The yeah. Yeah. She probably made a shitload of money off oh, Beethoven, yeah. so like, good oh, for, for her. Sure. Yeah, like, no, she's I would have right. written Beethoven right? and been like, yeah, I wrote Beethoven. Maybe she was like, <laughs> she wrote the first Beethoven, she was going to write the next big Oscar caliber film, and they went, oh, do you want to do Beethoven 2? You'll make $50 million. She's like, sign me up. Like, yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll live my whole career making the Beethoven movies as long as I'm getting that paycheck. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, actually, yeah, though, that- the first Beethoven, I actually kind of dug it. Like, Charles Grodin, it's so weird to me when he, he like, there was that period of time where he was, like, a leading man. <laughs> You're right. He was. He was, yeah. Midnight Run, right? Was that? Yeah, yeah. That the one with De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And he, like, kind of, like, like, has a weird look. He does. Like, yeah. Right. There's, there was a period, like, him and Steve Gutenberg where they were just these average <gasps> Joe Schmo guys. That. They were like massive sex symbols. It's oh, true. The- well, you think about the heart, the original Heartbreak Kid, and like hot ass, like Sybil Shepherd is like, you know, hitting on Charles Grodin. And I'm just like, <laughs> what like, is going on? This is insane. <laughs> so, anyway, so basically, this, this movie, um, in Slumber Party Massacre, you know, there's like the whole thing about them, like they're getting together for a slumber party. Obviously, no I boys mean, allowed. The, the title, the title says it all. Basically, yeah, right. that's all you need to um, know. It is a slumber party, and people will be dying. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. You, you know what? Succinct. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There are no surprises in this movie, except I guess like when, when the kills happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like there were so many fake outs in this movie that mm-hmm. I was just like. Like, there were a couple fake outs that I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be a fake out. But then at this point, I was like, we're kind of into this movie. And, like, they all, like, people have been being picked off, but they all hadn't come to the realization yet. And right. I was like, when is that happening? Because this movie is shockingly short. Right. Like, it's true. It's true. <laughs> clocks in under 20 minutes. And like, then it's yeah. about the 55 minute mark. And they're still just lollygagging Maybe. around, <laughs> drinking yeah. some daiquiris. Oh, yeah, like gross daiquiris. <laughs> and then there's, like, the weird guy that lives next door that clearly feels weird, mm-hmm. but, like, they don't write him as creepy, right. but he kind of still feels creepy. Like, <laughs> I expected him to be like, hi, ladies. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I made my own daiquiris. Can I join you? Like, I was <laughs> like, what is going on with this guy? I'm sure he was supposed to be written a lot more heartwarmingly, but if you watch the uh, extras on the Blu-ray, they did a documentary of this guy. It was this one movie. He just wears sunglasses and long white hair, and he's just, like, playing air guitar. He was just a weird guy. Okay. (laughs) That's amazing. Like, I have expected, like, one of the girls to be like, all right, he's kind of old, but he's, like, kind of still kind of hot. Like, maybe I'm going to have sex with him. Right. I was like, 
really like I was debating it, but I was like, is this gonna happen? Right. I was like, he's kind of, like the like Courtney next door wanted some dick so bad. Oh my god. That I'm surprised she just wasn't like ready for his dick. Possibly the horniest movie character I've ever oh seen my god, that that younger horny. sister. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh yeah, the, like these women are like taking on these like different gender roles. Like in mm-hmm. the beginning, like the there's a woman that's like at the school to like fix stuff, right. and then there's like the gym teacher, and then these girls play basketball, and then they're like all talking about baseball, but they can mm-hmm. also still be like rooted in their femininity and in their sexuality while also right. just being you know not overtly feminine in certain ways. And I was like, that's that's a refreshing take on any any movie right. really, and how you look at women. And for, like, a Roger Corman film who he's very much, if he produces a movie, he wants three things, boobs, butts, and blood. And so (laughs) if you hit those criterias, then it's a good movie. But (laughs) it's very shocking to see a movie where it wasn't, like, burn your bras feminism Mm. because that would have, like, deterred, like, men from seeing it. It would have been a big political kind of scandal the basically men got in their the media. Tits. They got like enough of the tits right. to like satisfy them, I guess. But it very <laughs> subtle things of like all of the masculine professions being played by women. Women know baseball, the boys that show up at the party, they don't know anything like that at all. But like and then the girls can fix the fuse box. Like it all of these subtle things it like in each scene just show like the subtle femininity and like mm. how every woman now granted right now I'm explain I'm mansplaining yeah. feminism to you. I'm sure that's what all of you listeners are looking for. Look at this guy. <laughs> Get a oh, yeah. load of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're in their cars right now being like, oh thanks man like for telling show- us telling us how women can know baseball. Oh. <laughs> but it is true because you it's also it you when you see something like that you realize how little you actually see that in other movies though you know what i mean like i don't like it shouldn't be revolutionary that like women can talk about sports without being like you know super butch and like super like (sighs) lesbian about it but like (laughs) yeah a lot of times it is that way it's crazy (laughs) yeah there's this uh this woman that i follow on uh twitter she's actually an mlb agent and one of the best pitchers in baseball, Trevor Bauer, is, like, her primetime client. And she's, like, I love baseball. I'm also, like, the biggest girly girl. And she's, mm-hmm. like, there's this advocate for being, like, you can, like, love sports, like, any sport, and you can be girly. Like, you could, you can be whatever you want and love sports. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you always have these men coming into her mentions, like, saying all of these things. And it's, like, yeah, and it's, like, me. I'm, like, I love baseball. And I just get, like, these guys on dating apps that, like, will be like, oh, you say you like baseball? Well, like, tell me what OBP, like, OBP means, like, and, like, do it in, like, three seconds so I know you didn't cheat. And I was just like, fuck off. Like, I'm not even kidding. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, you get, like, deleted. (laughs) And I was just like, and, like, they think it's cute. Or, like, when they come at my team, they'll be like, Red Sox fan? Gross. And I'm like, dude, that's not going to make me want to sleep with you. I don't care how hot you are. (laughs) Like, you know? It's people realizing, like, it's just them, like, negging. And a Mm -hmm. lot of the times, Mm -hmm. like, 
I'm like, that's a very specific type of dude that can pull that off. And 99% of the population can't pull it off. <laughs> no, no. It's like, do you look like, like, I don't know. Do you look like Brad Pitt while you're saying these things? No, you do, do you not. Do you look like Charles Grodin <laughs> yeah, saying these things to me? If you, were Char- if you were Steve Gutenberg level attractive, <laughs> oh, maybe. God. Maybe I would let this misogyny sell out. I, I watched something where they were talking about Steve Gutenberg, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like we want Steve Gutenberg for this role." And I was just like, "What the fuck is this movie that I like?" I wish I could remember what it was. That's so, funny. but there is also like there is also an episode of Party Down where it's uh, they go to Steve Gutenberg's house. Oh yeah. And, oh my god! Like his fr- like. He, like, fucked up his own birthday party. He was like, oh, yeah, like, I hired all you, but, like, my friends threw me this, like, awesome rager last night. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm still going to pay you guys, but you just want to, like, fuck around in my house. And they, like, end up putting on, like, a play with Steve <laughs> Gutenberg. Yeah. But it was, like, ridiculously funny because there was a time in the 80s where Steve Gutenberg oh, was, yeah. like, all that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's true. But I don't know. Like, it really did seem like the 70s and the 80s was just, like, the time for just, like ordinary dudes i'm like we said it earlier it's just like you know just some you could look like you were just walking down the street like there weren't like a lot of like super hot guys back then it felt like but i also i love how like that can work for men but like for the most part that can't work for women like you'll have like one or two that like won't be strikingly beautiful that like make it but at the same time as much as like and this is not a knock at Elizabeth Moss. Like, but it's like, she's not the objectively the most, be- she's not Margot Robbie, but she's oh, also sure. not ugly. Mm-hmm. But I love that, like, you know, you put her in a role like the Invisible Man and she's just so fucking good that mm-hmm. I want her to, outside of like whatever, like her being a Scientologist, <laughs> outside of that, like I want her to, like I still, regardless of that, like want that to catapult her sort of into mm-hmm. the next level. And oh, you're yeah. just like, but like, are assholes in, like, the Midwest going to find, you know, a woman that looks like a normal pretty woman, like, palatable for a movie star? And I hate that. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, yeah. Because um, when The Invisible Man first came out, there were all these, like, you know, like, trolls on the internet. Like, these, yeah. like, you know, like, basement dweller dudes, like, mouth breathers, of course, who are just like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, why... Why would this guy go to all this trouble for her talking about Elizabeth Moss? And I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of here. I'm about to find you and beat your ass. Yeah, oh, just because she doesn't look like Margot Robbie? Like, the thing is, Margot Robbie has to kind of ugly herself up for people to take her seriously. That's also like the, it's like the double edged sword of like being like too pretty. And like, there used to be like, like an Anne Hathaway, like, like easy medium I don't, I don't know like where it's just like she's not like overtly gorgeous and she's not like obviously like ugly like yeah. you know but right right well no the, that's the thing is that like margot robbie she kind of had to still do the same thing that like Charlize theron did yeah. obviously not to that level that extent yeah but like you know when she's doing i Tanya and she's wearing that like nasty tanner shit and like doing she's her like makeup the braces awful. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, but it's also funny seeing something like that because you're like, oh shit, like you do look like 
kind of ugly, even though, like, you're obviously beautiful. <laughs> it's just funny what, like, bad makeup will do <laughs> to uh, a person's yeah, face. Or good makeup will do for people, too. You're just like, oh, shit, I look great in makeup. Yeah, right? You know, but, like, <laughs> but, yeah, but men can just kind of, like, like, the perfect example is, like, Ethan Hawke. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love Ethan Hawke, but there was even, like, a, a celebrity read mean tweet where it was, like, Ethan Hawke, like, suddenly became a celebrity, kind of slipped through the cracks, and we were just like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, but that, like, wouldn't happen with a woman. We wouldn't right. just be like okay and that's, that's so like funny. and you're just like oh god but yeah there's our like tangent of how hollywood sucks a bit but uh, yeah although but, please hire us hollywood because we love yes. you at the same time we do <laughs> it's like we actually like we love movies so much like we obviously like started a podcast about it yeah even if they're der- terrible ones like this that just the interesting aspect about this movie is that you have this movie that's sort of, like, rooted in feminism, but right. because, like Bobby said, you, you have this producer that likes, you know, tits and ass, right. that yeah. you just have these, like, scenes that I'm totally fine with nudity, like, when it makes sense, mm-hmm. but, like, we weren't even 30 seconds into this movie, and the girl is just, like, undressing yep. in front of oh, her mirror, which I get, like, that's a thing that, like, people do, but, like, we don't, like, longingly look at, like, our perky right. boobs and how right. great we look. Like, you're usually like, oh, God, I need to go to the gym some more. <laughs> yes. Like, I wish I could look <laughs> yeah. like that girl and just be like, I would probably be naked in front of all my friends and feel completely fine with it if I looked <laughs> like them. <laughs> I was just say, I wake up, and when I look in the mirror, I'm just like, yeah, I should stop drinking some beer, like <laughs> I have boobs and they look a little too perky. <laughs> yeah, my boobs are too nice. No. <laughs> yeah, so like you have those that aspect of it where like there was just like the the camera would pan down to asses and you're just like, "Oh god, and you know that that's like it's interesting cuz like it's a male gaze mm-hmm. by being directed by a woman but you know that there's clearly like the producers being like we want more boob we want more like and the shower scene was very famously by roger corman being like you have to have this scene in this movie or i will not produce this so so that gratuitous (laughs) that gratuitous uh, that gratuitous shower scene was on his uh demand but (laughs) I think it's kind of feminist in its own way of the director saying, well, you want gratuitous breasts? I will outman every, or like, I will outdo every male gratuitous scene ever shot in a horror movie (laughs) right here, right now. Yeah. You thought you had tits and ass in your movie? (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Did you see my shower scene? Yeah. Yeah. But it was really funny because, like, my dad walked in as we were watching this and he, like, his first question was, is this what showers are like for girls? Because he has, like, no, like, like, because to him, he's like, he was in the military too. Like, Mm -hmm. dudes literally just, like, pissed in a giant trough Mm -hmm. and we're like just showering in front of each other so it's like no qualms about that and i'm like i'm like i don't know maybe the 80s it was like this Mm -hmm. but at least now i'm like i've always gotten my own shower stall so like i don't know there's like this weird it's interesting there's this like weird privacy to women when we're in certain areas yet like when we're like we're like culturally accepted to be closer to each other whereas like men are, like, showering in front of each other, going to the bathroom in front of each other, but then there's this weird, like, if you're too close to a man, it's, like, it's like this weird, like, homosexual aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, like, that is so right. baffling to me that, like, women are, 
I guess, quote unquote, naturally closer to each other. But like when we're doing things like going mm. to the bathroom or showering, we're closed off from each other. Right. And the men are kind of opposite. And I'm just like, that's strange to me. <laughs> like- right. But there's like you, like you just said, there is that like um, this like unspoken rule, though, like this whole mm. thing about like men being close to each other. And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. When like a lot of times it doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. Yeah, and I had a different experience where if I was showering, I'd be like, let me go up on this mountain on top of the high like away from the high school. Like, uh, no one's gonna see me naked. So (laughs) or or you're like you're like Finch in American Pie where you're like, I go home to go to the bathroom. (laughs) That was my experience, like That whole male culture was not my scene. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, You're like, like no, I like, no, we're gonna keep the mystery. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't need to see anybody. But yeah, I will it's not always partake. so. Well, yeah, and like we were talking, and like there's a scene where they're all like undressing and they're like getting ready to get into the like slumber party attire, and Bobby's like. Was this like, like, was this like what a slumber party is for you? And I'm like, honestly, I'm like pretty sure I haven't seen any of my friends naked. Well, no, like, like well, at all. I was like, if guys, girls, like any, like anybody, like I'm no. Yeah, well, that's like, what I was, yeah, no. I definitely was thinking about that recently, like when watching this, because you know, yeah, like I, I get it. They're doing it for the movie, and like you know, they want to see the naked mm-hmm. girls. But yeah. like, it's it is that thing though is. You know, like, I've changed at your house before. Like, I consider mm. you one of my best friends, but, like, I've never been naked in front of you. <laughs> like, it's I true, and I'm true. Like, like, anybody, it's like, yeah. And, like, even, like, you're just not, like, oh, like, let me just disrobe in front of you. Like, yeah. I think I've changed my shirt in front of people, but, like, I have my bra on. Right, and right. You see more if you're at, like, the beach. But, like, <laughs> or not, like, let me show everybody right now all of my stuff. No, like, absolutely. Or, like, when we were on the cruise together, like, we still, like, oh, the, yeah. we never saw each other naked. And we were in a very, there were three women to a very tiny location, very and tiny none of it, nobody room. saw each other's boobies <laughs> by Even on accident. Like, we were like, <laughs> like it was just like so yeah so yeah i don't think there's ever been a real situation ever i mean there could be groups of women who are that close but to yeah. me like and when it comes to the male aspect like i've never if my friends came up to me being like yo like i have a friend and she's part of a slumber party let's go stalk outside their woman uh, <laughs> let's go stalk outside their window to look yeah. at them undress Right, I would be imagine? like, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I have other things to do. Like, oh, wow. My calendar is all full. That's so <laughs> weird. Like, and I feel like you yes, can... my roller deck seems very, very packed right now. I have to make some phone yeah. calls. And, like, the guys in this, like, this, this movie, I just, like, I don't know. I was just like, wait, what is happening right now with, like, yeah, like, the idea of, like, let's go over, like, and, like, I feel like that's so interesting because, like, it's, like, this is how you think that teenage boys act when this movie proves how horny teenage girls can be and i don't think we were ever like let's go like see if these hot guys are gonna hang dong tonight right like i don't know it's like i don't know like no absolutely because that's the thing is like when you're attracted to a man the nudity of a man is really not 
like what you're thinking of when you're attracted to someone. You know what I mean? Like obviously like Yeah, you're not like I wonder what his dick looks like. Yeah, like you're, you're like, just like I'm okay, more like, like how does he look without this shirt on more than like what's going on downstairs? Yeah. Like I don't know. That's the weird thing where it's like I don't know. It's like it's like I think because like we've sort of been like ingrained in this nation to like objectify the the female body. So mm-hmm. people just naturally are like, "Oh, the female body is like way more like of a beautiful thing it should be like revered whereas like people are like oh that's a dick like and you can like a dick like i like like i like dick but at the same time i'm like i don't need you to send me your dick yeah, i don't right. need to see it like, i know you have one yeah <laughs> just because I, I like want... it doesn't mean i want it in my face yeah i, I yeah. maybe if we go on <laughs> a couple of do, days i will be excited different. to be around your dick but like the first like this is the problem with like internet and dating culture and it apparently doesn't get better into your like late 30s because my cousin will be like just got a dick pic and she's like i'm 37 like what the fuck (laughs) you know or she'll just get these like 40 year old men that'll still send her things and she was like i'm gonna try like match.com because she's like i'm done with this shit and she said it was like the same dudes with like the same messages that's crazy yeah it's baffling to me that you're like oh okay or just what makes you think that your dick is so impressive Right? right. Like, like unless it's like right? like an elephant trunk. Like yes. I don't know. Like there's nothing that's gonna impress me, really. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like yeah, it's unless like the size you're like of an walking arm. down and you're getting rug burn because it's just hanging so low. Like I'm sure like that you want to send to the Guinness Book of World Records for right. sure. Like, like, guys, I'm taking a picture um, of my dick. For Guinness. Yeah. Right. Unless it's for Guinness, then, like, no one has any need to see that. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. Unless you're Michael Fassbender, who, like, oh, yes. oh my God, he, I for can't sure. believe he doesn't trip over that thing. Like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Or or, um, or John Hamm has himself a good little uh Oh, yeah. No, the, bulge in his, the bulges you see of him, like, when, when, like, paparazzi, like, take pictures of him. And he's doing, like, like, nothing. He's, like, literally, and you're just like, wow, okay. Okay, this guy's just got a huge dick. Like, yeah. is that, like it's crazy. Because, yeah, he won't be wearing... There he like, is taking out the trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, though, I, I will say, like, this serial killer, like, the drill thing, I will say that, like, a drill is a hilarious thing to, like, like for that to be the weapon of choice, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. <laughs> or he like st- he but he like stumbled upon this drill too because mm-hmm. the first person he kills is like the handy woman right. and he like finds the drill in like the back of her like van so he like kind of is like just kills this person and then is like I like how we just like stuff like Michael Myers it's like there's the aesthetic of like this big fucking knife or like Jason and his machete this guy's just like I'm gonna use what I find right and it right. was a drill. <laughs> <laughs> And very hard, though, like, what happens if, like, it was a long slumber party, how long does, I'm no, uh, I'm not very good with tools myself, but (laughs) would that run out of batteries at some point? You would think. You would think so. You would think he used it the whole time, and I'm like, that is a very, uh, what is that, like, (laughs) brand, yeah, Yeah. that is a strong brand, they should have gotten Some good brand recognition there. And I I love that, like, you know, like, the opening shot is, like, you know, this kid on a bike, and he, like, throws, like, the newspaper, and it says, like, this killer has escaped. So we know, oh, okay, so this is going to be this person. But, all right, so he, like, escapes from prison, blah, blah, blah. But my thing is, like, he 
had like zero purpose for like killing these certain people and he didn't care like he killed men he killed women but it wasn't like at least like i don't know i guess the first halloween really doesn't have purpose and then especially when you're like oh there's no connection in like the the actual lineage of like her being his brother Mm -hmm. uh i mean like the her being his yes (laughs) her being the brother that that would have been a great twist twist. all right or Lori. Halloween 2, she's the <laughs> sister. And then in Halloween 3, she's the brother. brother. Wow. <laughs> yes. But, or, you know, Laurie Strode being Michael Myers' sister. Like, so I guess the first movie is random, but I guess when you do it, like, really well, it comes out really well. <laughs> but this is, like, sort of like, oh, this guy escapes and it's random and he's just going to kill a bunch of, like, women this night but i don't know it's just like it felt it kind of felt like i think i need like sort of a little bit of a purpose mm-hmm. but that's also just me unless right. it's Halloween. i don't know I don't yeah know. well that's the thing yeah because i mean you don't need to like go into his backstory or anything no, like that but not. like you know like yeah i think giving like giving him something like i don't know i'm always a sucker for like when you know the killer kills people that like looks like a parent or like mm-hmm. you know the ted bundy yeah. thing where it was always like long brown hair or whatever you know like at least make it, you could even just make it like um uh what would you why am i blanking um like a physical attribute or something like mm-hmm. everybody kind of mm-hmm. looks the same or like you yeah. know something or, yeah he did have a reasoning kind of near the end where he said i love you so much i did this all for you so there was that but then if he loved trish so much why is he just murdering a girl going to her locker yeah. or like, the yeah. handy woman or not like, understanding like what does does trish mean something to him like right. yeah but yeah like he yeah why yeah exactly why do you just kill the handy woman in the mm-hmm. beginning i mean do you kill the handy woman to get her tools cool mm-hmm. if so that works but yeah why we have this scene where this girl is like the teacher's like now i'm gonna tell you like the school's gonna be locked up and that bitch was not lying because <laughs> you could not get out of that school but usually when a school is locked up they don't like maybe in the 80s it's different they live for like chain linked it usually yeah. it's like it locks from the outside so i can't get in but mm. i can get out <laughs> right. <laughs> right that's what so. i thought it was so this bitch just <laughs> couldn't get out of the school the she people was who designed these locks really messed up yeah <laughs> Like, I feel like a lot of them don't age as well, like the slashers, just because, like, what I assume was shocking 40 years ago now is just like, that looks hilarious. Look how, look how bright <laughs> red that blood is. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. The best is my dad. I was watching uh, something recently, and he was just like, yeah, that's not what blood looks like. Like it was just like nope. (laughs) It is like ketchup spewing out. He was like, I think it was like they had like the person like was dying and the the blood was like so dark and he's like, yo, the the, that was like black. Like it's no way blood that just comes like out of your veins at that point. Your arteries is like that color. It's funny they have they talk about that in um, the Brothers Bloom. Did you ever see that movie? I didn't know that one. It's like a really delightful movie, but there's like this thing where like Mark Ruffalo, yeah, Mark Ruffalo, he's like describing how like fake blood never gets like the consistency of like real blood because as soon as, because it never actually goes brown when you use fake blood, but like if it's on your shirt or something, like it just stays this like bright red, 
Whereas, like, if it's real blood, like, after a little while, it turns brown. So that's why, like, at, like towards the end of the movie, like, that's how um, Adrian Brody's character realizes that someone's died. Because he was like, oh my god, I thought that was supposed to be fake blood. Like, holy shit. I think my favorite character in this whole movie is Courtney. Who mm-hmm. is like Val's little sister? Oh yeah, <laughs> because one, she's like so like sex positive. Like at one, I remember like she like goes into like the mattress and like pulls up a Playgirl and it's mm-hmm. like sliced Stallone and I'm like, oh, is she gonna go off and jerk it? And Bobby's like, what? Well, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, like, oh, great. yeah, of course. <laughs> like you like, know, or like gets really mad at her. Like didn't she get like mad at her sister at one point and was just like, oh no no, we were talking, we were just like, okay, so you're gonna steal this Playgirl magazine, you're gonna go off and jerk off because you have like five seconds because your sister went to go like check the trash. Yes. And I was like, girl, you can't find another time. Yeah, no, it's just like you might have an addiction. <laughs> Sis, like right. if you need it right this second, like I'm all for that. But like, think think on yourself for a moment. <laughs> There's screaming and drilling going on next door, and then her little sister's like, "Well, there could be boys there. Who knows? <laughs> Let me risk my life." Yeah, or she just keeps like, pre- but of course there is the irony of like Val is new in town, but Val also lives right next door, so Val's. Mm-hmm clearly gonna know like one she overhears them being like because you have like you have um trish being like we should invite her she's new like she's on our basketball team like i like her she lives next door like let's invite her and you have all the other bitches being like oh no and clearly she hears it and it's like fuck you i'm not gonna go but she also like lives next door so even if they didn't invite her she would like see them next right (laughs) (laughs) that's that just goes to show like, like there is like like girls in high school can be so bitchy it's insane. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we're past that. Oh, these people were all like completely awful to each other. Yeah, no. Like they were like supposed to be best friends, but they're like, "Bitch, your boyfriend who looks like uh, like a like a like a bargain basement Larry Bird <laughs> who's like somehow like supposed to be sexy." I was just like, "What is yeah. that?" And they give her shit because she's like into her boyfriend. Right. I yeah, know. Like, so she busy. wants to be sexually like good in bed and yeah. they're laughing they're in their like, face <laughs> oh. i was like wow these friends are shit no, like val does not need them <laughs> like good thing val would did not get invited but yeah courtney is just like boys and like but it's all like you're sort of like i was like i'm saying to bobby i was like oh yeah like by 15 you're like well aware of like what I, like if you like boys if you like girls like you're you're like kind of well aware and i was like like oh when i was in second grade i was like obsessed with leonardo dicaprio and i was like oh this is my sexual awakening but i was like by 15 i wasn't like give me sly stallone on playgirl i'm gonna go like have a yeah, time with right? myself so like courtney was like ahead of her time oh, yeah. and respect to courtney <laughs> like she is like the character that i was like all right love this yeah part. right <laughs> I- I think my spirit animal has to be, you open the door, a pizza delivery guy has his eyes drilled out, collapses in front of you, his dead body is splayed out, but he has a fresh pizza, my dude. So, you could, I could be a skit, like, I could be well aware that I am gonna die any second. You gotta get the pizza. I have to get that fresh pizza, my <laughs> Listen, friend. Like, I'm probably going to die. You're gonna be right. I'm gonna eat that pizza. 
And I like how she was just like, yeah, no, I'm like, I, I'm nervous. Like, when I get nervous, I get hungry. I'm fucking devouring Yeah, no, it would have been like, it would have been like Liz Lemon on 30 Rock when she, like, folds the pizza into, like, five different, like, like a large pizza and oh, folds God. it over and then eats it like a ball. There and then, like, it's going just in. Just be in the corner, like, nibbling on it. <laughs> The dr- the driller is chasing after me. I am just eating slices. <laughs> like, I'm going out like, right now. I'm enjoying my last few tastes in my mouth are going to be cheesy goodness. Like, it's like, like, like the last memory right. for it. And then like my only like plea to the killer will be like, listen, will you just like wipe the grease off my face? Like give me a little dignity here. <laughs> like drill me, drill my eyes. That's out. the way to live. Offer him like that looked amazing. Yeah, that poor pizza guy though, man. And I love how like they're over him. They're like, I think he's dead. I'm like, dude, his eyes were gone. Right. There's no way he is not dead. But it's just like, it's like, I love in mo- certain movies where it's like, like, let's check if he's dead. I'm like, that dude is definitely dead. Like, you do not need to, like, Yeah, no, no. It's like, let's dead. just chalk that one up. Like, he's definitely dead. <laughs> it's like, you're just giving the killer, I assume, more time to get closer to you. Like, if you're not, like, you know, with the door <laughs> wide open and <laughs> just doesn't seem smart. <laughs> This killer also, like, wasn't crafty. Like, I feel like sometimes there's, like, the killer's, like, somehow, I don't know, intelligent or swift or quick. Michael Myers, like, walks at, like, a snail's pace, but then somehow disappears and reappears, and you're like, oh, shit. Right. Like, you know, this guy is just kind of, like, fucking there. And I even said to Bobby, because, like, I was just like, oh, they're not, like hiding his face at all it's like it's this dude this is the dude that's like killing it like like, obviously you know michael myers and like jason like you know that they're the killer but like you still like their identity is hidden this dude is just like out walking as this like fucking boring ass white dude killing bitches (laughs) like that's right i do really like though that the drill that he was carrying for sure the easiest metaphor you can read is a penis. No, of course. And <laughs> and like the it, it's on the poster, the faint the now infamous shot of the drill in between his legs. That's the poster, yeah. And it was incredibly rewarding to see that chopped off like at the very end right before the pool. Right, right, yeah. because that's the thing is like when she finally like, you know, it's just yeah, it was, like, it was satisfying. <laughs> yeah, and then you, of course, always have, like, the killer can't die. And he, like, fucking gets his shit handed to him. He's, like, drowning in the pool. But don't worry, he, like, comes back. And now you have to have, because it was interesting. Like, I was trying to figure out who the final girl was this whole time. And Bobby's like, oh, it's three final girls. Like, a twist. <laughs> but it's interesting because, like, they each sort of had a hand in it. Like, mm-hmm. Courtney is the hero we all, like, need and love. She, like, trips him. Like, mm-hmm. that makes it that, like, he, she straight up, like, trips him. Because I was like, oh, if this bitch trips him, this would be awesome. And she trips him, and, like, he goes <laughs> down. And, of course, as my dad will always say, you gotta do the double tap, if not the triple, like, oh, yeah. quadruple trap. You gotta t- tap. You gotta, like, keep getting them. <laughs> you know? And, uh, like, she trips him, and you think they get him. And then, so then you have, like, so Courtney, like, takes a, a role in it. And then you have uh, Val takes a role in it. And then Trish gets, like, the final stab in. So all three final girls sort of have like uh, right. an input into his downfall which was really kind of cool. No, I liked that and I liked um, they when there was, a, uh, what was that show with Reese Witherspoon? Um, the one with like Shailene 
like big little lies or oh yep. big, where they all sort of have a hand in it yeah which i thought was kind of yeah. cool and i remember like there was like some interview with nicole kidman or something and they were saying how it's kind of like the way like an animal pack will like take down mm-hmm. oh that's um, cool yeah so like because it's like just one per- one of them wouldn't be able to take this guy down but like together like like a wolf pack or something they're able to destroy this guy and i kind of got the same vibe from this just because you know it is like the three of them like actually going and like you know and i again like you said like them being able to take like all of them getting like a stab basically (laughs) which is like again like like you're just cheering on your sofa you know you're like what and it's um, very refreshing also to see that usually in Friday the 13th, Sleepaway Camp, like all of these type of classic slashers, you have everybody minding their own business until they get naked, they sw- smoke pod, they get killed. <laughs> and then it's only the one final girl that is able to like man up and take charge. Mm-hmm. She grabs the weapon, she grabs the penis, and then she <laughs> kills the antagonist of the film. Right. So this is one of the very few movies where there are multiple women, there are multiple final girls that are actually able yeah. to, instead of just one, there's even including the coach who, while yeah. she died, she was able to get some slashes at him, too. Yeah. So there were four women here that took the role of the final girl to take him down. So it was very cool to see that it's not just one person that yeah. is just going to mind her own business. Yeah, right. or the fact that, like, I think this flipped it. There's the whole idea that, like, virgins never die. Those two dudes that were clearly virgins <laughs> bit the dust. So oh, I yeah. like seeing that, too. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yep. So we're just, like, not playing, like, any real horror rules, which was kind of interesting to see, too. No, I, I thought that was fun. Well, that's the thing. And, like, I, I remember I was thinking, I, I don't remember what the documentary was, but it is people talking about, um, it might have been something with John Carpenter. I, I can't remember. But it's him talking about, um, you know, like, slashers, they weren't actually, like, trying to make it, like, a morality thing about, like, you know, like, people having sex and then dying. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, their whole thing was, like, it's, like, well, they're not paying attention. Like, so I guess they, they should be having sex because, like, what else, like, that's what they're what paying else attention they to. Do? <laughs> right? Like, the virgin is only a virgin, you know, like, it, but, like, you know, it ended up seeing... Or she singing. got to camp last, you know? Yeah. That's why she's the virgin. Yeah. She showed up late. You know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it was a change, because uh, in the original Halloween, like, Lori Strode, while she never had sex, she was smoking pot. Like, she yeah. was totally down to, like, do really, anything. Yeah. yeah, she just was just, like, hey, I think the only reason she didn't have a date over was because, like, the guy bailed on her. She probably would have been having sex if this dude had, like, come over. And then you get, like, Rob Zombie's Halloween, which is just, like, trying to fill in those, like, weird plot holes that, like, we don't really care about. And then in that one, it was, like, trying to go heavy on the fact that, like, Lori is not fucked anybody like at one point it was like i need a boyfriend like i need this or like oh okay and like 
And then he went heavy into, like, the backstory of, like, their relationship of, like, Michael and them being sisters. Like, Michael and Laura being brother and sister. Everybody's just sisters, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, like, you know, Michael Myers being, like, Laurie's older brother. And then, like, because he murdered his whole fucking family, the baby got taken away. Like, no shit. <laughs> you know? Like, except for his mom, you know? And then it's like, maybe you're an unfit mom. We're taking this child. <laughs> so it's interesting that he tried to, like, fill in the pieces but it's like those are pieces that like I didn't really care to know about because you already had a solid film. Yeah, and the know? thing too though, what makes the first one so terrifying is that like that first scene where you don't know that it's a kid watching mm-hmm. this girl, you True. know, and then she dies and then and then like the parents come home and like they're just like Michael and then, like, yeah. they pull off the thing, and it's this, like, sh- like beautiful little child that, like, you know, looks like an angel, but is, like, holding this knife. And there's, it's so shocking. So, like, him yeah. being from, like, a broken family and, like, the whole, like, you know, like, they're, like, white trash and, like, you know, he's abused, so he, like, you know, kills animals and it's, like, this whole thing. And I'm, like, I get it, but... Also, like, you you trying to explain it makes it a little less scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You're like, oh, oh, he's clearly a fucking psycho. Rather than, like, you're like, this beautiful child did this? Like, yeah, what like, the right hell? Then, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, like, the first time I ever saw the first Halloween, like, that opening, like, five minutes... It's shocking, you know? Yeah, and it's because it's all from, like, that first person, too. Right. Which makes it so personal. Like, you're, like, it's like you're killing these people, like, as you're watching it. And you're just like, oh, shit. Right. Like, I've never really experienced anything like that. So I think that's what sets, you know, whether, and it's interesting because I feel like Carpenter's Halloween isn't, like, overtly gory. Which Mm -hmm. was, like, what I like. I like, I don't, I don't really like gore. Like, fuck Hostel and, like, all that shit. Oh, yeah, no. I know, Bobby's, Bobby loved, the more gore, the better for him. Don't listen to me. I just watched Martyrs. It was the greatest film (laughs) I've ever seen. Like, we we recently went, like, last time we went to the movies, we went to this movie that, like, it was, like, this weird sci-fi, and it was, like, overtly gory and bobby's like this is the greatest movie ever and i was just like oh i get like what a bobby movie is but at the same time i'm like oh no no this is not a me movie yeah (laughs) i feel kind of similar though like i don't really need gore like even if you think about it like the first texas chainsaw massacre that's actually not that gory for it's almost yeah like for what that movie should be like all like all of those most scary stuff you don't really see, like, what's going on. Like, when, mm-hmm. like, when Leatherface or whatever, like, takes the girl and, like, impales her on the thing. What's worse about that is, like, you realizing that that's happened. Like, you don't actually mm-hmm. see her get impaled. You just realize, yeah. oh, shit, she's, like, hanging from a fucking meat cook. Like, where else could she be hanging from? This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, that's so, like, or, you know, like, or even, like, one of the parts, like, when it's, like, that creepy-ass family, you know, it's not even, that's not even really gory. It's just, like, these weird, gross old people. (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, I've always said, like, I want to truly be, like, scared, and, like, I just feel like gore doesn't really scare me. It just kind of grosses me out a bit. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, feel grossed out. I, like, truly want you to scare me. It's like, I, I haven't really been, like, 
truly frightened in a movie in, in like a while. Like I think like it when I was like younger, but like it, it also the it like Tim Curry's it is way more objectively freaky because he like looks like a normal clown. Well, that's exactly like, it. The it now, he looks like a fucking demon. Of course I'm going to fucking run away and be like, this is some scary shit. <laughs> like, when he looks like a normal con, right. you're like, oh, I can let my guard down, you know? Yeah, and then he gets scary. But yes. Yeah, no, I didn't think the clown in these new it's was oh, particularly no. scary. Like, he was, no. I, like, he's just someone I would avoid, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you look that weird already? I'm done. Right. I'm peacing out. Well, no, you see that scene where he's talking to the little boy, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you, kid? Like, Tim Curry at least, like, seemed fun and, like, kind of jovial, right. and then all yeah. of a sudden, like, his fucking teeth come out, and it's terrifying. Yeah. He's about but, to eat Georgie. You know? Right, but yeah. when your eyes are going in opposite directions, you have demon teeth, you're drooling. You're like, drooling, yeah. Like, what do you, 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 you deserve it at that point. Yeah, like, on, don't go anywhere Why am near I still him? talking to this clown in a sewer? I'm Seriously. done. <laughs> like, like, I don't need a balloon that goddamn bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my boat, you can keep yeah. it. <laughs> I can just drive my ass to Dollar Tree and pick up a balloon. Like, I don't need your evil demon balloon, sir. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so do you find the, the killer in uh, Slumber Party Massacre, did you find him less scary because he just looked like a normal guy and there was no mystery to him or was it because he like looked like a everyday regular joe schmo was that more scary even if the movie itself wasn't like was a corny fun time right well i i would say that i think because he looked normal you know what I mean? Like, he didn't look like a crazy person. Like, yeah, like you said, he just looks like some, like, Joe Schmo, like, walking down the street. Like, I did find that scary. Like, the idea of that is scary. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, if someone looks super psychotic, like, and they're walking towards me, like, obviously, I would probably, like, you know, cross the street or, like, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. But, like, this guy, like, I wouldn't think anything of it and probably walk by him and then get slashed with like the drill because like my guard's down <laughs> yeah like if you're in a movie and a white dude with a backpack walks in i'm like i'm gonna get fucking shot today. well that's true that's true <laughs> like you know it's like no and this has happened to me like one time i swear to god like i went and saw what men want when I was, like, at BU, and I was just like, I'm just gonna go see this movie. I have AMC A-list. I'm, like, sitting there. All of a sudden, this white dude with a backpack walks midway into the movie, and I'm like, this is gonna be the last movie I ever see, because this motherfucker's gonna shoot me. Why is he in this movie? Like, you know, I was just like, no, I'm gonna no, die. <laughs> That's what men want to fucking kill you. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm gonna die today. Like, this is it. I remember, so I have a similar story. It, was, it wasn't it was a guy coming into the middle of a movie, but, like, I remember I saw the the uh, the sequel to The Strangers. You know, mm -hmm. that, like, home invasion movie? Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember it was, like, the last five minutes of the movie, and all of a sudden, this guy behind me just, like, bolts up really quick and, like, rushes out like bomb rushes oh. out of the theater the and like i got so diarrhea. freaked out because like 
I was like, oh my god, he left like he left a backpack and he fucking left a bomb. I'm about to die. Oh. Like, you know, because he was wearing this like big, like super baggy jacket. And again, oh. like he had his hood on and he just like oh. bum rushed You're, out. Yeah. I'm dead. Like, so yeah. I left. No, I was like, I'm like, I'm not fucking dying at the to the sequel of this the strangers. Yeah. I was just like, that's not the movie I want to die. I like I want yeah. to watch Phantom Thread before I die. I yeah. don't want it to be the strangers pray at night. Right. Yeah, you're like this thing with like Bailey Madison. You're like, I like you, Bailey Madison. You're adorable in Bridge to Terabithia, but I am not dying while you're a teenager in a movie. <laughs> not <laughs> happening. No. So I actually I don't know that I've seen the last five minutes of The Strangers. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you live. But then if you had like literally read the next day that that movie blew up, you were like, I'm so glad I yeah. left. Right, I'm glad no, I racially profiled a white dude because we need to racially profile white dudes more. No, absolutely. Because they are scary. No offense. I see like a white dude with a backpack. I'm like, I'm fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'm absolutely. Sorry. They're all, they're all <laughs> shooters and bombs. Because right? <laughs> you don't... You, the only incels with guns that blow up movie theaters you see are white people. Yep. <laughs> Fucking white people. This coming like from guy- two and a half white people right now. <laughs> Jenna can't claim all of the white. That's true. Only half white, so I can make it's fun true. of them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You have enough white to make fun of them. <laughs> but you also have a half of non-white to feel completely guilty like we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, like, it's such a terrible thing to say, but, like, you you see the guy who, like, shot up that theater in um, Colorado, remember, like, for The Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises? Imagine dying during, like, that movie, like, our friend Maddie V would be okay if he died in. Us, we would have been pissed if we died during The Dark Knight. (laughs) I would have even been mad if I died getting COVID to see Tenant. Like, this is the movie I'm gonna get COVID Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. I know, right? That's just like, oh, man. Well, that's, like, that's one of the reasons why, like, you, I've been, you know, like, I'll see people, like, eating in the, um, in, like, the uh, parking lots of, like, Denny's or, like, Norm's. You know, just, like, these shitty, like, diners. And I'm just like... At least go to a better restaurant. Yeah, like, you're willing to (laughs) risk COVID for fucking Denny's? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm going to, like... boa or like something yeah. nice <laughs> yeah at least like in like back in massachusetts right now they've been like pretty good like everything's like pretty distanced and it's like i feel like relatively safe i wear my mask i wash my hands i'm not gonna get covid but yeah like if you're just like i'm gonna go to fridays tonight <laughs> you know like how'd you get why'd you get covid because i went to friday i really you know? needed that mudslide you don't mm-hmm. understand guys it was so good was yeah. it worth it maybe <laughs> I was like, well, the I best bloomin' onion of my life <laughs> at the Outback. Think, I don't care that I can't onion. breathe anymore. No lie. Last time I got shrimp cooked perfectly for me was at the fucking Outback, though. So I would have risked the risked Outback if I got shrimp cooked that well again. I was in fucking Key West, Florida. Like, I, get, I was at an Outback. I got the fucking shrimp dish. I shit you not, it is the best shrimp cooked dish i've had maybe in like two years that's insane (laughs) it was i was fucking baffled (laughs) i like it doesn't make sense well 
you know, at the restaurant that we met at, where we were oh, working at, like, there. it's basically this Asian restaurant that is kind of like the Fridays of, like, Chinese food. Like, it's like, you know, $25 orange chicken dishes, which is insane. For that, like, the way it's, like, basically like a chain restaurant, like, their mm-hmm. shrimp is actually pretty good. It's weird. Like, yeah, it is Places really you good. wouldn't expect to have good shrimp sometimes will surprise you. <laughs> True. You're like, I'm going to a... I went to, like, a seafood restaurant one time, and the shrimp was overcooked, and I'm like, fuck this place. It's like, what the, what the hell? You have one right? job. <laughs> All right. Anyways, off yes. of our shrimp rant, maybe we should go into some back shit moments. Yeah. Uh, Jenna, did you have like a, a like a signature bat shit moment in this one for you? The thing is, like, because the kills were like very ridiculous, like yeah, I wouldn't really tough. say that those were really bat shit. I guess I would say like we we talked about it a little bit earlier, but that part where, like, all three of them kind of come together and, like, take this guy down. I guess maybe that would be my batshit moment. Even though, like, it's not really that, like, batshit. Mm-hmm. I guess because I was just not expecting that to happen. I was expecting, yeah. like, the one girl to, like, take this guy down. Like that Yeah, I was thing. debating who the final girl was until, yeah, it became the three. So it kind of, yeah, I threw you for a loop, so you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm just like, hell yeah. And I was like, do it, girls. Like, fucking get this guy. And, like, it got, like, very, like, woo girl up in my sofa. Like, where I was just, like, cheering these girls on. <laughs> I, like, want to know, like, what your boyfriend thinks, like, at times when you're watching this movie. Is he just, like... I know he's very unhappy right now because the fucking Braves don't know how to close out a fucking series. But outside <laughs> of that, he's probably screaming from his couch right now like you were during this movie. Because... <laughs> <laughs> eat a dick dodgers anyways go ahead <laughs> like how do you date a podcast well do exactly what bailey just yes, did. did yes <laughs> talk about game six of the nlcs but anyways is he like what is she watching <laughs> i mean he he actually like doesn't mind the uh he likes watching the lifetime movies with me <laughs> which is hilarious like he thinks those are super funny they um, are. They really are. Yeah. No, he loves them. But, like, honestly, too, like, stuff like this, I think he just thinks it's, like, hilarious. Yeah. It's, like, such a niche thing that we do a lot of the time, like, these, like, trashy thrillers. And he's, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, it's funny that you <laughs> love these movies. <laughs> That's true. And, uh, Bob, did you have a moment where you were, like, oh, this is probably the most batshit aspect of it? Yes, and that is my spirit animal, the girl who eats the pizza on top of a dead corpse. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That that is pretty good. did not see that coming, I'll tell you what. I I have to admit, I've seen a lot of films, and, like, I always appreciate a film that does not, or it shows me something I've never seen before. I've never seen pizza (laughs) eaten over uh, a corpse with its eyes cut out. Like, like clean out. Like, he went from right. the back of the skull, front, like, on yeah. both, just to make sure that if somehow this guy could survive, right. which was impossible because it went through the brain, like, that's another thing. Like, this went straight through his brain. Like, right. like it's so Yeah, funny. he would not be able to see ever again. Like, right. He's like, definitely... Clearly, yeah, like, they're clearly gone. Like, it's obviously gone from, like, this way out. And then they're like, yeah. oh, is he dead? Is he, <laughs> you think he's 
think he's alive? <laughs> check a pulse, for the God's sake. Check a pulse. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to eat this pizza and fucking barricade myself in a closet. <laughs> Bye. This, this dude dead. Like, yeah. you know, I kind of wish that girl survived. She was just eating pizza in the corner, being like, watching she, everybody die. She deserved to live out yeah, of all of I, them. I, I very much agree. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. She died after doing what she loved, eating pizza. <laughs> she did. I'm glad she got to fill her stomach with the pizza. But I also, like, this movie just, like, ends after they've killed him. I've always wondered in aftermath. Like, the parents come home the next day. It's like, what the fuck? Because the whole oh time I was watching this movie, like, Val can't find Courtney at certain times. So I'm just like... What is she gonna explain to her parents? Like, when they come home on fucking, like, Sunday night, and they're like, where's Courtney? Sorry, she got murdered. (laughs) I'm always wondering, like, what the next day is in these kind of scenarios. (laughs) Right, right. Well, it's just like, yeah, you're gonna have to call the cops, so, like, whatever, like, so, is that gonna be, like, a phone call to their parents or like yeah Yeah. are they just gonna be blindsided when they come home (laughs) also in this movie like nobody calls the cops or like they see a dead body and they're like you know what we're gonna stay in the house we're not gonna go like (laughs) yeah we're not gonna like yeah we're not gonna drive away (laughs) yeah and i'm just like what the fuck uh so funny Um. So yeah, where would you guys rate this? Oh, I um, didn't do my best. Oh, that's yet. right. Shit, it's not a good one. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's hear it. Not let's a good batshit moment, anyways. But I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'd no, say sorry. my batshit moment is when Courtney is down to like you know flick the bean. <laughs> <laughs> like 15 because i was just like not expecting that i was not expecting her to like go under the mattress take out like the italian stallion on like the cover of playgirl and like diddle herself to like you know rocky i'm just like girl it's the 80s like is mark Harmon not around in the 80s like that guy was hot like i'm just like where are the 80s like superstars it just has to be the playgirl with like the Sylvester Stallone on it, so I'm just like a little weirded out by that. But it I was like, been, you do yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was like, like an old copy that she found from her mom's. Yeah, it's like when you know, like <laughs> there would be like the crutchy old, like the crusty old ones that like the kids would find of their dads, right. and the pages would be sticked stuck yeah. together. You know, this girl was like, I'm gonna find my mom's like, like one with Sylvester Stallone. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could have been Rocky Four. Could have just came out. It's true. That's like, true. there's nothing sexier than Rocky representing America fighting, uh... The, the communists. Drogo, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Drogo. Yeah, true. She, that and just, she like, revs her engine. But the thing is, she should have been with the Russian because, come on, the man is smart. And he's, like, a chemical engineer in real life. Oh, and yeah. he's hotter than Rocky. So be jerking it to Dolph Lundgren. But anyways, <laughs> yes. I was just like, th- that moment, because, like, yeah, you say there's a lot of moments that are, like, really shocking. The pizza one was a really good one. That's a good but, one. But, like, I'm just like, I don't know. I was not expecting this 15-year-old girl to be this sex positive. So I was kind of like, that's a that's a bad shitty moment. Like, I like, like what you said, it is. she was ahead of her time. <laughs> Okay, um, so yeah, what would you guys, um, where would you guys rate this on the garbage meter? Uh, for me, I would say, typically, if it didn't have the very bizarre nuance, the feminist nuances, it would have been a regular hot garbage. Mm-hmm. But because we are now looking at it with a more critical eye and how it was, it took a lot of leaps and bounds over the typical slasher. Mm-hmm. So I will put this in the, the sweet garbage meter. Mm, yeah. 
Interesting, interesting. I think I'm going to put this, like, directly in the middle at garbage. Just because, like, it's like what you said, though. Like, they they do really have this, like, uh, you know, there is, like, a feminist tilt to it that, like, makes it, you know, like, a grade above, uh, like, a regular slasher. But I do think, like, some of the, um, I guess, like, the way it was handled, you know what I mean? Like... It, it it still didn't quite didn't quite save it for me, but I had a really great time watching it. <laughs> yeah, I think I I agree with that, and I appreciate Bobby putting it a little more sweet. Like that that's <laughs> like I I appreciate that. Thank you. But I too would say that I would probably put it in in the garbage just because there was. Like, I don't know, I'm all about, like, how do you utilize 90 minutes so well? This was, like, less than 90 minutes, and it was, like, there were just moments where I felt like it dragged a bit. As much as it was fun, like, and I, I really appreciate what it is when you look at it now. Like, that's that's awesome. Like, but yeah, there were just times where I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I wanted more kills. I was, like, looking. Like, whoa, that was a truck and a half. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I feel like if there's ever an accident outside your window, you're gonna hear it. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I'm, like, right off of Los Feliz Boulevard. Yeah. So sometimes, like, I guess, like, they've been having, like, not protests so much, but, like, I guess, like, people with, like, uh, um, like, signs that are, like, honk if you're, like, doing this. So I'm always scared that that's gonna happen during our podcast someday. Like, I'm just like, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Honk I'll, if you... uh, we're just gonna hear in the background. <laughs> Fuck Trump! I'll yeah. be like, all right. Honk if you believe that the Supreme Court Justice Amy Comey Barrett is not representing America correctly. Ooh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, honk, oh. honk. <laughs> That's a message. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I would, I would put this in, in, in garbage for me. But yeah, I did have a an enjoyable what hour and fifteen minutes. Didn't really know where what the movie was doing, where it was going, but it was it was enjoyable. It was a fun <laughs> ride for sure. Yeah, I, it was a good recommend. I'm glad I I watched it. So thank you. Yeah, Bobby. thank you for the recommendation. No problem. It didn't have a nice mother daughter relationship, but it was the next best thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, well, yes, no, but if you think you. about it, like like with the way it ended with the three girls, it actually again has like a kind of heartwarming you know not maybe not heartwarming but like it has like a good heartwarming the girls looked so messed up like all three of them are like wide-eyed shivering in a corner yeah i mean like trish has no more friends so she's gotta be friends with them at this point yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's true it's (laughs) it's actually a movie about friendship like have someone murder all the other friends so you get more like that is the message yeah now we're closer because we've gone through this (laughs) Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Thank you, Bobby, for the recommendation and for the great conversation. I think we, like, I had a really good time. So <laughs> This may be our most fun podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you add Bobby in, we're going to, we're, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks guys for listening. And, you know, if you want to give us a rating, give us a review, that'd be great. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode.
Yeah, we're gonna do Scream, which is absolutely one of my favorites. Oh man, never no, heard of it. No. What's it about? What, what, some films, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you again, Bobby. We really appreciated it. Yeah, thanks. Right. Bye, Bye, everybody. Guys. Bye. Sweet, sweet garbage, baby.